What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Come Up Live from My Computer. It's Zach Snyder. Woo! Uh, we're we're recording. We're recording from the computer this time because I want to do some. Uh, I want to do some pre-recordings. I want to. I want to get some more of these episodes out. I really like talking. Not that's about it. I really like talking. <laughs> no, I, I really like putting my thoughts out there a little bit more because I do a lot of this in general. Um, some people might consider that schizophrenia. I consider it self-reflection. I consider it figuring out my shit. Um, <laughs> now nah, the crazy thing would be if I asked questions and then answered back in a different voice. Fortunately, I don't think I'm actually crazy. So I think you need a little bit of craziness to, to be a creator and an entrepreneur and to try to do both. I think that's the really the I think that's where the kind of craziness meets. But anyways, um, I wanted to talk more about the three pillars of happiness that I talked about in the last episode. I know that a lot of people uh, probably want to figure out like what makes them happy, and I think I figured out what makes me happy on a on a macro level, and I'm trying to figure out how to implement that into my life as much as possible. But I also know that by exploring the exact moment when these things came to my life, uh, talking about the uh, the different nuances of these three pillars, I think it's not only going to help myself a lot, and again, that's mainly why I do this podcast, to kind of put things in perspective for myself, but also because one of my core pillars of happiness is helping people. I'm hoping that by talking about these things, maybe I can, you know, set up some, set some kind of spark in you to figure out like, oh wow, I actually also agree with that and I hadn't thought about that in years. And so I'm hoping that uh, we can really discover that uh, today. Uh, and I wanted to talk about the first one, just creating. Creating is one of my core pillars of happiness. Ever since I was young, I've created things. I distinctly remember um, really enjoying puzzles as a kid, and that kind of goes in learning as well. But puzzles themselves are almost like art without putting in too much work. Um, there's some logic to it, and again, that kind of goes into the learning aspect. But for the most part, you're looking at a picture, you're trying to figure out how to put it back together, and I think that's kind of the basis of where my creativity came from. But it wasn't just that, right? My dad was into music um, when I was very young. He, he would sing a lot. Um, he showed me uh, the trumpet when I was very young, which is my primary instrument. I remember listening to a bunch of different types of music growing up. Uh, always had music playing around the house. Always listening to music while I was going to sleep. So music has always been a very big part of my life. That extended into like elementary school, uh, when I had the chance to be in chorus, like I was in chorus, I didn't particularly like it that much. And I reflect back on why I didn't like chorus. And part of it was because I was putting more into it than most people my age should have. Doesn't mean I was good. I honestly I don't know how my singing voice was when I was in elementary school, but I know how it is now. And I know that it could be better and I know I want it to be better. But I think I was putting a little bit too more, too much energy into it as an elementary school kid. And other, like, I remember some kid telling me, he was like, why are you singing so much? 
Why are you singing so loud? Why are you try? Why are you why are you singing like that? And I realize now, like I was trying to sing vibrato, <laughs> like I was really getting into it, and some other kid like fucked it up for me. And I don't remember which kid that is, but you know what? Whoever you are, like fuck you, dude. I could be a multi millionaire, multi million dollar singer now, and you done screwed it up for me. Um, but yeah, I did chorus in fourth grade. I could have done it in fifth grade. But I decided I didn't want to do it. A big part of that was because I didn't like the songs that we were singing. A lot of them were just kind of little stupid children music. Um, a lot of it was really slow and stuff. But I think a big part of that was just kind of my insecurity. Um, just because some asshole kid said something to me one day. Um, and I think that music in general and school systems is not... It, it's, it's hard to reward kids that are trying... Um, actually, it's super easy. A lot of teachers just don't like to do it. I did have some. I did have a, a couple of really good band directors in high school that did indulge in my creativity and me enjoying music, and I still really appreciate that. They kind of helped me push forward in. I would say even like this creative entrepreneurship thing. I think I think a big part of that came from from those teachers, but even like elementary school, I don't think. I had a single conversation with my music teacher then while I was in chorus about wanting to sing. I think if I had expressed that I liked singing and I wanted to, like I honestly could have gone somewhere with the singing as well. And now in 23, I can sing kind of and I want to take lessons, but I don't have I don't have the money to do that right now. So hopefully one day I'll take music, I'll take singing lessons. Anyways, 5th grade came along and I started playing the recorder in uh, music class and I was like the first person to play all the songs in the book I thought it was super easy I thought it was super fun um, and I was excited for middle school to start playing the trumpet and so I wanted to learn how to read sheet music um, and so it was really cool to go into middle school knowing how to read sheet music and I, I was glad that I had the opportunity to learn how to play recorder there but then even not just music, there was a lot of creative things that when I look back at my life, like I realized, wow, you know, like I really want to do this for a long time. I remember talking about wanting to be an author and an illustrator in like first grade. Um, I remember like getting super into art class. Um, I always put a lot of work into whatever art projects we were doing. Um, I saw my art teacher from elementary school probably last time I saw her was just a few years ago because I was working at the grocery store around the schools that I went to and um, like I saw her she gave me some money for graduation which was really cool um, but she said she was super proud of me she said she always knew that I would like go on and do like some creative stuff so that was really cool um, but it was like writing I love to write I love to do poetry. Actually, I hated poetry for a little bit, and then it, it didn't take me until uh, high school to kind of realize that I liked poetry because I, uh, a local poet by the name of Glennis Redman taught, uh, came and did a a little group seminar thing with, um, with the program I was in in high school called Bridges to a Better Future. She kind of helped me um, and everybody there like write poetry, and I ended up liking it. So it's... Even going back as far as 4K, I can remember sitting in my, sitting at the computer in class, 
because we had one computer, one or two computers, and I remember having the opportunity to go on there every once in a while, and I would create like some stupid little artistic project on, it was probably, it was probably like Microsoft Paint at the time, I don't know, it's like Windows XP or Windows 2000, um, I think I used Paint, or maybe it was like Microsoft Word, but you know you could always put like different images and different colors and all kinds of stuff all over it. And so I would like create a lot of stuff there. And so I think about now how like I'm doing a lot of stuff with graphic design, thumbnails, logos, banners, all these kind of things. Like I think back to when I was young and we had a computer in the house and I would make birthday cards and anniversary cards, Mother's Day, Father's Day cards with a program on the computer, like designing those cards. Um, like I made my first website and uh, I want to say it was probably in high school. It's probably like around 10th grade when I started YouTube, but it was like I made a web. I made multiple websites. Most of them were awful, but then that kind of helped me get a web development job in college for a year and a half. Um, there's there's all these different things that have to do with creativity that just continued to be things that made me happy. And I think that without creativity, I think this one particular, without the ability to create things, like I don't know where I would be right now. I think I would be super, super, super depressed. <laughs> like I don't think I would have had a chance to do anything good because the ability to create things, the ability to take ideas from my head and put them on a paper or put them through a musical instrument or put it on something on the computer. I think those things have always been the thing that's got me through through life. And it's crazy to think of it that way. But it's I, I, I think when you take the time to really reflect on the things you do and why you do those things, it's just crazy how many small things that can kind of help build that into existence. I know there, there's this thing called confirmation bias. And it's when uh, there's the internet right now. Like a lot of people are getting canceled. Cult, cancel culture is running rampant. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's stupid. But I think confirmation bias is really easy to talk about in this aspect. Um, if somebody that you looked up to on the internet does a thing that somebody else seems as awful or bad, then and and somebody else dislikes that person oftentimes if you really looked up to them and you really like that person that thing's not going to seem that bad and you're going to be like all right it's fine don't worry about it he's going to grow he's going to learn he's going to move on i still like this person but if somebody dislikes that person then every single thing somebody else says about him is just going to be one more thing to confirm their bias towards that person, whether you like them or dislike them. Uh, but I think confirmation bias can be a good thing when you're looking at the things that make you tick. Like I said, with creating, I know that I've always done something creative. I know that I went to college for music. Um, I know that now I do creative things every single day. But it's looking back at how many things I did as a kid. It's crazy how many things I did as a kid that kind of 
encapsulates who I am as a creative person. I remember again, 4K building birdhouses on a day and I enjoyed doing that. I thought it was the coolest thing to build something. I remember watching PBS with my dad or like HGTV, like Home and Garden Network, like watching all these creative, like craft programs and uh, people doing um, carpentry and word woodworking and all these like creative things. And it was super cool to me. Like I enjoyed watching it. I remember watching my, my dad's always been creative in this aspect and he's always like watched these programs have to do with creativity. So like I remember watching How It's Made, like a show that shows you how things are made. And again, that's another thing that kind of goes into the learning aspect of my uh, three pillars. But again, creativity, like seeing how something is made out of its raw parts is so intrinsically interesting to me. And so it's really cool. Like I didn't even think about those earlier. These are just things I'm just kind of pulling up from my head right now because I think it's cool to really dig in and figure out like, why do I like to create? What is it that I've created before? And that really helps me for my future. I think that really helps me figure out like exactly what I want to be doing. Like when I say I want to write a book one day, number one, it's like, well, why don't you just write the book? But number two, it's like, I've always wanted to write a book. Ever since I was young, I've wanted to write a book. And so, like, I should write a book. I should definitely write. I should write multiple books, right? Or getting into video. Oh, this one's crazy. I forgot about this until just now. This one is crazy because I was thinking about this not too long ago. I have been interested in video and audio creation for as long as I can remember. I had, like, an MP3 player. I got, like, my first MP3 player in middle school. And uh, before you could listen to music on your phone, I had like this small little like 20 megabyte MP3 player. I could fit like 20 to 30 songs on it. I later figured out how to take those songs and convert them down into smaller files. And although the audio wasn't as good, ooh, that was my food from lunch. Oh boy. I know, I know you guys like that. I know Aiden's talked to me about it. He's like, ooh, every single time you make that weird noise because you got indigestion. <laughs> Anyways, I remember having this MP3 player that I would like convert songs to make them smaller files, even though the audio wasn't as good, just so I could put more songs on it. Um, but I would record stuff on that MP3 player, like podcasts, before I even listen to podcasts. I did like, uh, here's something, here's something slightly embarrassing. I just think it's funny now. Um, and I, I don't think I've ever, I've never said this publicly. I think it's going to be uh, hilarious, uh, but also really embarrassing. Um, I used to do like these um, pretend radio shows with my sister back in the beginnings of middle school. Might have even been, honestly, I'm trying to remember, it might have even been elementary school. But um, I would burn CDs of songs and we'd play them in, the, um, in what was the girl's room, my sister's room. Um, and then we had our the boy's room where I showed a room with my brother. But I would go into the girl's room and I would like, you know, spend time with my siblings and uh, put on like different types of music and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I used to be so much closer with my siblings and I wish I could get back to that now. But that's a whole other thing for a whole other 
day. But um, I had this MP3 player, and I would record like these fake radio shows, and I uh, I did this. <laughs> I did this show, I did like this comedy type routine where I did this really vo really weird voice and I was this guy named Mr. Toe Fungus Jr. But like I would sing the junior part. So it'd be like Mr. Toe Fungus Jr. or some like bullshit like that. So stupid. And I and my whole bit was that I was going to talk about a brand new breed of underwear. And it was for cavemen, and the name of the underwear was the Neandra Thong. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that goes back. Uh, that goes back to like fucking fifth grade, sixth grade. This dumbass kid humor, where I'm like, I'm gonna talk about toe fungus. And thongs, and that's the peak of my humor. And now I think back on it, and I'm like, "Wow, yeah, yeah, that seems about right." I could probably write a song about that right now on the on the next comedy album. Um, but it's like that's crazy. That's crazy when you really think about like your childhood and a lot of things. And and some of those things are some of those things are negative, right? You'll think about something on your childhood, and you'll be like, "Oh, wow, that's not normal. That's why I'm depressed." But some of them. Some of them are really cool. You'll realize, oh, I did this really super weird comedy radio show with my sister and my brother, and I recorded it like it was a podcast, and now I'm putting out comedy music talking about Billy the Giraffe and fucking why I can't pay my bills. Or now I'm putting out like multiple podcasts. Like, it's not something new. It's just that the internet gave me the ability to do these things on a regular basis. And that's really, really cool to me. I'm always asking myself, especially with the entrepreneurship thing. And again, I can do an entire other episode on how entrepreneurship kind of fits in my life. But it's like I sold candy bars in elementary school and middle school. Um, I remember having a, uh, we had a fundraiser for the band where we sold these candy bars. And after that fundraiser ended, I thought about it and I was like, yo, what if I made some money on this? And so I would go to Sam's Club with my parents. I would buy a, a box of candy bars that was, that was like 50 of them for like 20 bucks. And I would sell them for a dollar a piece and I'd make like 30 bucks. And I wished I did it more because I could have been rolling in some dough as a kid. But there were problems where it was like, one, I was a very, very big introvert. So I didn't talk to as many people. Two, I was very scared of getting in trouble. And so like teachers didn't want you selling things at school. So that could have gotten me in trouble. So I was like very careful with it. But man, if I didn't give a fuck about teachers and other kids, I would have been rolling in money as a kid. I remember um, my parents didn't want um, us involved with Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. And that's a whole nother topic for another day. But I got some car, I got some Pokemon cards from a friend of mine at the time. I need to see if there's any way I can find these because I know I, I know I still have some of them. But I would sell some of those cards at school, make a little bit of money here and there, you know, 50 cents to a dollar here. Um, but it's like, even just thinking about entrepreneurship, there's so many other things I could talk about there where it's like just going back to my childhood, picking up bits and pieces that show why I'm in the position I am in today. 
I think that's really cool. Both positive and negative. Both positive and negative. And that's even more wild. Like I said, you can really dig deep. That's why therapy, I think, is super good. And that's why I kind of like doing this podcast because it's almost my way of free therapy. But it's just thinking about these things and being like, wow, I really thought I was funny as a kid. And now I'm trying to be funny as an adult. And that's sad. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of my first pillar of, of happiness, creating. And where do I go with that now? My, my goal is to just work every single day and create something and not just one thing multiple things you know i see some of the people i strive to be like creating multiple things per day putting out a video a podcast a live stream uh like i think it would be super dope to have the ability to live stream two hours a day put out five podcasts put out seven videos multiple instagram pictures twitter posts and all that kind of stuff and that be like half of my day and then the other half of the day spending it learning and helping people like i think that would be super dope and i think it's possible um but it, it just comes down to strategy and a schedule which i'm worked on recently and i have a schedule and i'm gonna wait about a week or two before i talk about that on the podcast because i don't want to i don't want to put on another video saying or another episode saying i made a schedule today it's super dope. I'm so excited. And then two weeks later, fell at it. Um, so I'm just kind of mentioning schedules there. I'm going to try to follow it. And then I'll talk about the specifics of that schedule, the morning routine, uh, what I plan on doing with it. But long story short, like I'm putting time in my day to create things. And I have a content strategy. And because I do want to make my career as a person who creates things, um, and trying to put a lot more effort into the creation side of things instead of trying to put a lot of effort into the client services, which is with the freelancing and stuff. Because as much as I need that right now to survive, to pay my bills, I think if I put a lot more energy into the creation things, I can start making more money with that sooner rather than later. And I'm not saying like in the next year, I'm not saying in the next five years, but I think slowly but surely if I put out the amount of content I want to now, like shit will move in the next five years. Shit will happen. It just it's just a matter of being smart about it, working hard on it, and all that kind of stuff. But uh yeah, creating. It makes me happy. It makes me so happy. And I want to do it as much as humanly possible. I want to be on my deathbed doing a podcast. Being like an episode 723 of Family Guy. Peter said a naughty word. And it brought everybody closer together. Anyways, if you like the podcast, let me know. Let me know. That'd be cool. You can email me at ZachSnyderProductions at gmail.com. Zach is spelled with an H. Z-A-C-H-S-N-Y-D-E-R Productions at gmail.com. You can also call into the show. I'd love to talk to some people. Like If you have any questions about my journey as a creative entrepreneur, if you have any questions about your journey, as a creative entrepreneur, that'd be really cool. I don't think I'm ever going to like open this podcast up to like interviews or anything. It could be interesting, but as for now, I really like it as this live journal, talking to myself, figuring out myself, and uh, hopefully helping other people along the way. In the meantime, I, I genuinely do hope that you have a good day. Really, really meditate on your three pillars of happiness. Figure out what makes you happy and uh, strive to, to push through for that. No matter who you are, no matter what you do, try to make those 
your ultimate priorities, obviously right next to health, uh, which is why I did a health episode before I talked about happiness. Because I think if you don't have your health, you're not gonna have happiness. It's kind of the same thing with money. Remember how I said in the last episode, like if you don't have a certain amount of money to survive, you're not gonna be as happy. And I'm not saying you can't be happy with no money. Tons of people do it around the world. But I think in uh, modern America, having some money to where you're not worried about paying your bills uh, definitely makes things a little bit easier. Anyways, the thing that's gonna make me the ha most happiest right now is turning my air conditioning back on. So I'm gonna go do that. And then I think I'm gonna record the next two episodes of this podcast. So I will see you then. Goodbye.